Okay, Birshatchem. So, with everyone's permission, happiest Tuesday. Happiest Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday is a good day to get married. <laughs> Today's show is dedicated. continuing in reminders. Hello, it's reminders. So yesterday was a little bit tough um, about uh, those that we should not have mercy on. Yep. So the the model to think about uh, there's there's a very very nice uh, midrash. There's a statement of Chachamim when it comes to Amalek uh, and it comes to wiping out Amalek. The the Torah tells us that Zachor, don't forget what Amalek did to you. Don't forget that there are, um, even till today, and there will always be um, evil, evil people out there, evil being defined by those who will pursue and go after the innocent and the vulnerable uh, and the defenseless, mercilessly. Uh, Amalek did not fight just a regular war against the Jews. The Torah says, Over nothing, let's go after the weak. Let's go after the vulnerable. We'll go after the elderly. We'll go after the children. What did, what did they do to you? What, 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 what threat could they possibly pose to you? You pursue them and you go after them. Uh, it's the ultimate expression of evil. Ultimate, ultimate expression of evil, of violence. Uh, violence and taking advantage of the defenseless. So, so this is what Chachamim say. Our, our rabbis say a very deep statement. Uh, yeah, our rabbis say that um, don't be Rahman Lachsarim. So, yeah, if the person is, if a person is merciful, we have the caricature in which for the Jewish, for Jews, that's our default. For Jews, that's our, our DNA. That's uh, how yeah. you recognize the Jews. <laughs> the way you recognize the Jews, our DNA is to be merciful. But there are times that if one is merciful to those who are cruel, if one merciful. is merciful uh, to those who are violent against the uh, against the defenseless, that's not actually mercy. That's actually participating in the violence. That's yeah. allowing the violence to happen in order to hurt the innocent and take advantage of the innocent. So sometimes our Chachamim say we have to be achzar ala achzarim. We have to be a little bit strict and harsh against the cruel and against those who are going to take advantage of us and those who are against us. Uh, if we're not, if we're not, then we're actually being cruel anyways. We're being cruel and harsh towards those who are innocent and those who are not able, not able to defend themselves and those who are not able to take care of themselves. And that's why sometimes uh, Chachamim said, you have to be strict. When, you know, if, if there's somebody who is innocent and is going to be pulled away from Torah yeah. by someone who has a very, very seductive mentality, um, but is not Jewish at all, and is taking away from uh, Judaism, uh, is taking away from Torah, is taking someone away from Torah, 
Nipping in the bud. Yeah, <laughs> nipping in the bud before <laughs> before they get there. Nipping in the bud before they're they're getting too involved with a goya, with a non-Jewish girl or, or with a non-Jewish guy. And sometimes we have to be harsh. Sometimes we have to be harsh. Okay, so the next one, that was a, a continuation of yesterday. Now we'll continue. So, Shalaliyot Sadiq Be'enav. We should never be a Sadiq in our own eyes. <laughs> you see this? Yeah, it's, a, it's towards the end. It's, a, it's, right, it's like a few lines before Avav in the Peleot. Uh, before the Vav in Kilalot Bet, in the second group okay. of Kilalot. So it says, We should not be righteous in our own eyes. You know what happens if we become righteous in our own eyes, or we become Tzadikim in our own eyes? You know, our, our rabbis tell us, the Rambam explains this in Halachot uh, Chua, in, uh, where he says, the Hashem judges us all. He balances the sins against the mitzvot. If we have, right, there's a, there's a weight. Right, if we have more mitzvot than we have sins, we get sentenced to life. If we have more avonot chas v'shalom than mitzvot, then we get sentenced to death. Uh, we, we get, so we shouldn't be righteous in our own eyes. What happens if a person thinks, you know, I'm a tzaddik? I have more mitzvot. I have more mitzvot than sins. So chas v'shalom, a person might think, you know, Stop trying. Yeah, I can take a step back. You know, I have a few extra avonot to spare. <laughs> extra avonot, I can, I can, I can, uh, still, I can still be a tzaddik. Ooh, that's what the satan is waiting for. That's what he's waiting for. I can for. let my guard down a little bit. I, I, I'm a tzaddik. Look, the, look at the guy next to me. You know, you're you're, you're bothering me about the talking during uh, Kanisa. The guy next to me doesn't even come. <laughs> he's not even there. <laughs> I'm a tzaddik. So, we shouldn't be righteous in our eyes, but at the same time, on the other hand, our Chachamim also say that a person shouldn't go in the opposite direction either. We shouldn't think to ourselves, uh, I'm a sinner. We shouldn't think, you know, I'm a sinner. If we think of ourselves as a sinner, number one, it causes hopelessness. It can cause depression. It can say, yeah, I'm a nobody. I'm a nothing. It doesn't make a difference, you know. If anyways, I'm a I'm a sinner. I'll just continue. What's the uh, what what uh, what's the point of even trying? And why should why should I even try? Uh, we, uh, and also, stem in general. In general, we should never think of ourselves that way. So what do we have to positive. think of ourselves? Our Chachamina Rabbeinu Yonah says this so beautifully. Uh, but the Rambam points this out also. The Rambam says this in that same passage. Yes. He says we always have to place ourselves as Benoni. We always have to say as I'm an average yeah, Jew. I'm in the middle. Now what does it mean to be average? <laughs> the average means that with one mitzvah that I do now, yeah. I can tilt myself. I can tilt the entire community, maybe. Maybe I'm tilting the entire world of course. in favor to, to be tzaddikim with one mitzvah. Of but we have to view our actions as important, right? I'm a benoni. For all I know, you know I'm an average. I'm in, I'm in the middle. Uh, if I do one more mitzvah, I'm still average. If I, do, <laughs> if I do a mitzvah now. But every action that we do makes a difference. Every action that we do is important. My father points out, he says, look, one person tried to do some ba- something evil, something bad, in his shoe on an airplane and now everyone before you board you have to go take off your shoes one person did one bad action 
Okay, the whole world has try to, to change. Hide, try to hide so now, in issue. on the same way, you have to imagine one person does something good, you can change the whole world as well. Yeah. One good thing, yeah. one good thing. Can beautiful, everything. beautiful, positive way of spinning it. So we always have to know this. We have to know that we have to view our actions as important. Our actions make a difference. We should never think, you know, I'm a tzaddik, so I can do a few more sins and it won't make a difference. You know, uh, or I'm a rasha, what's the point of doing a mitzvah anyways? You know, I have so much to catch up. And anyway, you're asking me to come put on tefillin one day, and you know what I've been doing the past 10 years of my life? <laughs> what's one mitzvah going to make a difference? Chas to think that way. We never know. One mitzvah that we do could be the one that makes all the difference. One of one, one sin that we do could be the one that makes all the difference. Not to hate, rebuke. Not to hate, rebuke. And one who rebukes us. Peleyot has brought this up many, many times. This one is all about. This is all about suppressing the ego. Then someone gives us rebuke, we, by nature, all, all people, almost everybody, except, except maybe some people who are blessed with the nature of a malach. But the 99 percent, <laughs> 99% of people, when we receive rebuke, there is an instant defense mechanism. There's an instant. Who are you? How dare you? How you know what? About me? Do you know who I am? Look at look at yourself. Look at yourself. And you say to me that uh, the Gmaran era and uh, Arachin. It says, Nobody knows how to rebuke nowadays. The Gemara says, Nobody knows how to rebuke another person. You know why? Because someone comes to one and says, You know, you have a little wood chip in your teeth. You have a little something in your teeth. Taking, uh, take that little uh, uh, wood chip out of your teeth. And what does the guy do? I'm trying to do you a favor, right? You're everywhere you you uh, <laughs> you go, you smile, and people are going to see this little wood chip and I'm trying to do you a favor. But what does the guy do? The guy takes it personally, takes it offensively, and he, and, he, and his reply is, No, you, you told me to take a wood chip out of my teeth. Korami ben enecha. There's a there's a beam of wood between your eyes, meaning you think that I, I have a small one, I have a small problem, you have a much bigger problem, right? I have a small wood chip, you have a beam. <laughs> so the, uh, our rabbis tell us, our chachamim tell us that no, sometimes when somebody gives us rebuke, it's the greatest favor that they could do to us. It's actually a favor. It can be coming from a place of love. It can be coming from a place that I want you to be better. They're not trying to hurt us. I want you to be better in the eyes of people. Right? So, the way of life and the way of achieving the path of life is to receive rebuke and internalize it. And then we have to think to ourselves, okay, is it true or is it not true? Uh, if it's true, then maybe we should do something about it. Or we should think about doing something about it. Uh, as opposed to returning fire, and I wasn't, how dare you? And how could you say such a thing? Well, maybe they're actually doing a favor and they're doing something that will, will be able to help me. And if it's untrue, then okay, then it's not true anyways. So, <laughs> why do I have to be upset? I mean, if someone calls me fat, okay, if I'm actually fat, then it, 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 it's hard to hear it, but maybe it's a favor and maybe it's something for me to work on. Maybe it's something for me, someone's telling me, you know, listen, Rabbi, you've gotten very heavy, you know, take good care of yourself. Well, thank you, I appreciate it. Uh, maybe I, I should go diet. 
And if it's not true at all, and I happen to be very physically fit, which I'm not, but if I, <laughs> but if I happen to be very physical, then why would I take it offensively? Okay, so, so, how you, so, so, it's also how you give the musab. We want you to be healthy, we want you to be with us, we want you to teach us more Torah. Yeah. You have to so, there's something very nice. It says in Mishra. <laughs> 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 so, there's something very, very nice it says in, uh, in Mishle. Shlomo Amalek writes, Al tochach let penisna'eka, hochach rechacham ve'ehaveka. Don't give rebuke to a mocker, don't give rebuke to a scoffer. Penisna'eka, they're just going to hate you for it. Right? A person is a, a peleyot. Right? Right? Someone who hasn't learned peleyot, peleyot is going out of our way. You know, giving us Musar, teaching us every day, take the rebuke, take the rebuke, we need it, it's helpful, that's what's giving us life. But some people, unfortunately, were not exposed to Peleoites in their life. <laughs> so, don't give rebuke to a scoffer, to a mocker, because they're just going to hate you for it, for no reason. You know, you gave me a rebuke, you know, uh, you know even if it comes from a place of love, I'm going to hate you for it. But, if you give rebuke, Criticism to a chacham, to a wise person, they will love you for it. They'll thank you. They'll say, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. So many of the commentaries ask, and I once heard something very beautiful. Many of the commentaries ask, well, okay, but in the end of the day, what's the point of all of this? And how do all the how does all of this help us? So who's the one who needs the rebuke? The chacham or the let? Right? Does the wise person or the scoffer need the rebuke? Right? But Mishle is telling me that give rebu- don't give rebuke to a mocker at cover. Really He's going to hate yeah. you. And give, give rebuke to the wise. The wise person is going to love you for it. Does a wise person need rebuke? The wise person will take it and grow from it. The scoffer, it's not but, but who do we need to rebuke? You need to rebuke the lights. Actual rebuke is necessary. So I once heard something very, very, very beautiful, really, really beautiful. It says in Pirkei Avot that We have to love the people and bring them close to Torah. So It's actually talking about the same person. It's talking about the same But if in my eyes, as rebuking them, if in my eyes they are a mocker, they are a scoffer, then he was If the rebuke is going to be, you're such a fool. How could you have done such a thing? Wait, you know, you think lowly of them. You and you think of them as a uh, as a mind. You think of them as a rasha. You are such a fool. You are such a rasha. You are such a terrible person. You are a horrible individual. What your existence in this world is for? What? When you put them down, if you're going to put them down as a person, don't give them the rebuke. It's not going to accomplish anything. It's just going, it's just going to bring hatred to the world. But if you think of them as a chacham, if you think of them as a wise person, if, you're, if your criticism comes from a place of you say, you're such an amazing person. So many people look up to you. You're so smart. You're so wise. It's not befitting of you. It's not befitting of you to engage in lowly behavior. It's not befitting of you to hurt yourself. So it's a totally different perspective. 
Again, still not easy to accept. But But if the picture I paint is... If you look at him as a chacham. I'm, the picture I paint is, you're a chacham. You're actually an incredible person. You're loved by so many people. Is it true or not? I don't know. But, but you're loved by so many people. You're so smart. You're so incredible. Why would you do this to your image? Why would you do this to yourself? Then Then they're going to love you. If my, if my attitude towards a person is, you're a rasha. You're a rasha. And this, well, what are you giving rebuke for? Don't give the rebuke. It's not going to accomplish anything. It's only going to bring hatred. But But if my view of the person is, you're a chacham, you're a wise person, yaveka, then they're going to love you. Now Pele Yoetzel is telling us from the receiver's end. From the receiver's end, we should always, we, we should want Pele Yoetzel. Right? <laughs> we should want it. Yesh derech yashar. Right? Through musar, through rebuke, we take our path, which is crooked, and we can straighten it. Right? If we veered off the path, instead of thinking to ourselves, you know, no, 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 my path is crooked. No, my path is straight. Whatever, the, you know, the Torah is straight, my path is crooked. What's my ego going to tell me if I don't have Musar, if I don't have Peleoet? My ego is going to tell me, no, the Torah is crooked, and I'm, uh, <laughs> and I'm yashar, and I'm straight. So Musar, Rebu, comes to teach us, and, no, eh, no, all you got to do is turn a little bit. Turn a little bit back towards the way of the Torah, and life is going to be great. The Torah is a tree of life for all of those who hold on to it. And those who support the Torah will always find happiness, and will always find peace. Vav, so this is going to be the next section. Should we start it? Mitzvot asem midivrei kabbalah, midivrei sofrim atiliyot ba'alev, v'efshar l'kayman v'chol yom. So section six here is mitzvot that are not from the Torah, but mitzvot that are from the prophets, from the Nevi'im, and from our uh, tradition. Atiliyot ba'alev, that also we can accomplish with our hearts, and we're able to fulfill them every day. So the previous part was mitzvot in the Torah. All of these are mitzvot in the Torah, but in our heart we can follow it. Shut down our ego, accept rebuke, love the right person, don't love the, the, wrong, the wrong person. But now there is mitzvot that we learn from the Navi or from our Chachamim that we're also able to accomplish with our hearts. The first one is, Le'olam yargiz adam yetzertol al yetzaram. I'm afraid of the headmaster. So, so first advice of Chachamim we have to fulfill, we always have to try to make the Yetzer HaTov win. The, the good angel who's on our right side, we have to have him defeat the little red angel on the left side. We have to strengthen the Yetzer HaTov in order to overcome the Yetzer HaRa. Okay, so Bezrat Hashem, we're going to pause there. We wish everybody a wonderful and amazing and happy Tuesday. And we're going to continue tomorrow, Bezrat Hashem.